dribbled comments and coped admirably with wandering hands. Thank goodness Bethany wasn't on tonight. Younger, slimmer, less buxom, and by most estimates a good deal prettier than Molly. That one had a sharp tongue on her, and a habit of not standing for any nonsense. With no one waiting to be served at present, Seth left his station at the bar and wandered over to where the bargemen sat. Everything all right, lads? Contented murmurings rippled around the table. Molly looking after you, is she? At this, the murmurings grew louder and more enthusiastic, with a few appreciative chuckles thrown in for good measure. If you're hungry at all, with a few of this morning's catch left, good plump sandfish, only a few, mind, which we serve basted in butter and lemon juice on a bed of fresh river samp, or there's some mutton stew steeped in a rich ale gravy. And we've a fully mature Cabrian cheese, if you'd prefer. That comes with home-baked bread, and I might even find you some really spicy and pickle, if you've a fancy. He smacked his lips at this last. Just let Molly know when you want to order anything. They assured him that they would, and with a final smile, Seth sauntered back towards the bar. He stopped en route to exchange a few pleasantries with Lal and Sai who occupied their usual table in front of the hearth and were deeply absorbed in a game of checkers. No need to have the fire lit at this season, thank goodness, but this would form a cosy focal point later in the year as winter began to bite. Seth just hoped that when it did, this winter would be milder than the last, which had been especially bitter, with even the thigh threatening to freeze over, something Seth had yet to see in his lifetime. Icy skirts forming on both banks, though they failed to spread out and meet by covering the truly deep waters in between. A little chill could be good for business, encouraging people to seek solace in front of a roaring hearth while warming their hands around a cup of mulled wine or cider, but when it was that cold, they generally stayed at home and battened down the hatches. With a rueful shake of his head, Seth banished memories of such lean times and headed back towards the bar, where Matty looked ready for a refill only to be stopped by two merchants at another table who had evidently been discussing the origins of the inn's peculiar name and were hoping for some enlightenment. Seth smiled, trying to do so without any hint of indulgence. This was hardly the first time such a question had been asked of him. "'There's been much speculation over the years on that very subject,' he told the two men, younglings both, the youngest sons of noble families most probably, who, seeing no opportunity for rapid advancement at home, set out flushed with dreams of making their fortunes by ferrying goods common in one area to places where they were not, little considering how many had already trod that path before them, and how rare it was to find such undiscovered or unexploited commodities. "'Some would have it,' he continued, "'that a vintner travelling from far Cathay suffered an accident on the road, and unable to make proper repairs,' had to continue with one of his precious wagon's wheels badly damaged and only partially mended, so that it boasted just four spokes rather than the original six. Yet that patched-up wheel carried him for many leagues, finally giving out here, where the great trade road meets the fire. Taking this as an omen and judging it a likely spot, he set up shop where the wagon foundered, and proceeded to sell his wines, doing very well in the process and establishing this inn as a result. Others claim the place was established by four strong-willed brothers, who determined to go into business together, 
but could agree on little else, arguing about every pernickety detail until they found this spot. For the first time, all four agreed that this was where they should establish an inn, which they did, naming the place to reflect the four strands of their divergent personalities, all of which led away from each other in every instant but came together here and here alone. And do you favour either of these origin tales, sir? Seth smiled. Truth to tell, no. Both have their appeal, yet strike me as fanciful. I prefer the more pragmatic theory. Which is? Well, you'll see that the inn is situated on the great trade route, that mighty road of commerce which stretches from distant Delia in the east to the Atlean Sea in the west, bisecting the continent like the corded belt around some lanky cleric's waist. It also stands on the banks of the mighty Thyre, the river that stretches...